welcome, welcome to Passion Unlimited Podcast. We are in episode seven. What is your passion plan? This is Coach Michaela Logue. And this is psychotherapist Gianni Adamo. Do you want to accomplish your dreams and add more passion to your life? Well, today we are going to be sharing tips and strategies to organize your passion plan. So if this is something of interest to you, keep on listening. Yes, yes, Well, yes. hello, Gianni. How are you doing? Hello. Hi, Michaela. I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? Uh, you know, I am having so much fun with Passion Unlimited podcast so far. Guess what? Passion Unlimited podcast was our passion plan and passion project, wasn't it? That's right. It has been a passion pl- a project for us which we are making a reality. Oh my gosh, we are we are cracking up, having so much fun. Every time we meet, we literally are here just having so much fun because when you go after what you're passionate about, when you go after a passion project and then you create a plan to execute, your life literally lights up. That's it right. lights you up. That's right. And and Michaela, as you know, this is a DIY, yes, do-it-yourself project. Yes. So we are handling every aspect of this um, podcast. Oh my God, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. We were just laughing about this a little earlier, yes. that we are handling everything from, from the photo shoots. Yes. To marketing. Yes. To production. Yep. To sound. Exactly. To the podcast itself. To the marketing. Exactly. But blogging, everything. everything. We handle every aspect of it. Yes. So anyways, if you are hanging out with us today, we're going to discuss passion projects and how to execute them and how to be successful in getting your dreams and turning them into a reality. I love it. So Gianni, what is a passion plan? That sounds really nice. I like it. Well, Michaela, as you know, we all have hopes and dreams, um, but if we don't have a plan to execute these dreams, usually they just fall by the wayside and we just, it's like five years later, 10 years later, and we're still like waiting to write that book. So true. Mm -hmm. So basically it's a roadmap so that you can get yourself organized and have a strategy behind what you want to accomplish. I love it. You know, a lot of times, many of us have a dream to do something. Mm -hmm. Now, is a dream the same thing as a passion? Yes, I think so too. Yeah, it all falls under the same desire and something that you want to bring forth and maybe birth to this world that you have not yet done. Uh, about a couple of months ago in January, I released my January newsletter and mm-hmm. I welcomed in 2020 as a new decade. Yes, well, it is a new decade. You know, this means that we just don't have one year to accomplish our dream. We've got 10 years. Oh my gosh. So we've got time. Yes, we do. So if we start now in 2020 to get organized, mm-hmm. Anything is possible. Exactly. Right? Anything is By possible. By 2030, you can only imagine what you will have created in your life. So I would love to I would love to give an example of just really quickly in my practice, a passion project that one of my previous clients had. She came to me and she says, I have a dream to be a jewelry designer. And I don't know if anybody would ever buy my stuff, but I know the stuff that I've made for myself. People have said to me, how do I get my hands on what you just made? Wow, that necklace is gorgeous. Those earrings are gorgeous. And so she started working with me and a year later we worked together and she launched her own jewelry company. Yeah, so that was a passion project that she, created a plan for and then executed exactly and in my life Michaela as you're aware I I um, created a plan mm-hmm. for uh, writing a book yes 
obviously from love trauma to fearless love was a passion project for me it took four years to write yes. i started writing in about 2014 2015 wow i guess it was 2014 and, and it got released in 20 at the end of 2018 it was very grueling to write yeah that book, it sounds like it but it was very satisfying you mm -hmm. know why because i never knew i had it in me I had oh, no idea that I can write a book. Yep. I The first time I actually wrote, I was in my early 30s in grad school mm -hmm. for psychology and my my professor re returned one of my paperwork and she actually said it was one of the best, um, hand, like best reports that were handed in. And that was the first time anyone had affirmed that I actually I could write oh. because she was affirming my writing abilities. And until then, it was actually to tell you the truth, I cried when I wrote that paper. I yeah. cried because I've never written anything, you know, like that I thought was anything of interest. It was really painful to write. Yeah. Um, so for her to come back and affirm that ability, it only gave me um, what I needed to pursue and to keep going. So when yeah. I moved to Florida, I decided to start writing for a dear um, coach yeah. newsletter. Yeah. And it was like a 20, you know, like 200 word response that I would need to give to okay. the questions. So that was like my early beginnings of yes. writing. But I've never written a story. I've never had characters. I've never put together a plot. I never wow. had a climax. I never had Even to, just hearing about it sounds daunting. Exactly. I never had to create scenes. And yet, that's what I was capable of doing. So, okay, so when we start creating these passion projects, usually it's something that's outside of our realm. Yes. That we believe it's impossible, just like your clients. Yes. That we probably have very little experience in. So it's okay, we're taking a step of faith. Or it can be something that you've dabbled in, gotten some great feedback like your professor mm -hmm. gave to you with your paper, and then that feedback sparks a moment of, ooh, I think I can actually turn this into something. Well, you know, do you know that my nutrition business and my life coaching business was a passion project and now it's an actual running business? That's how it started. Mm -hmm. I had a passion for people. I had a passion for health. I created in myself a moment where I know I can help people. Something said to me, I know I can help people. I had been already coaching since the year 2000, but never actually turned it into a business. And one day I said, you know what? I think I can actually turn this passion into a passion project and then turn this passion project into a plan and then execute on it to make it a business. And that's what I am. Here I am. Mm -hmm. 10 years later, that's beautiful. I'm here with a uh, full-fledged business. So if I can do it, you can do it too. Absolutely. You know, and most women do have a lot of creative energy. And yes. we're always looking to create something or bring something into this world. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes we just lack the confidence. Um, and we feel like we need more support or we need True. more finances. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, we can do it. We can be resourceful and find what we need out there, the support and the resources. My... My, uh, private practice, Fearless Love, um, is also a passion project. I created that and established it one year after my divorce. Mm, okay. And I was determined that I was going to continue to help and support mm -hmm. other 
uh, couples, other individuals to help them to thrive in their relationships. Yes. I was going to, and I am using, you know, the wisdom that I have learned through my failures, mm -hmm. through my experiences to help individuals so make a better selection for life partners, mm, mm -hmm. to be able to love themselves more unconditionally. Yeah. That's a really hard thing for us. <laughs> oh my God, is it? Oh, don't just, even get me started. To love and accept ourselves unconditionally, is a, it seems like it's a really difficult thing for us as human beings. Yeah, it is. But it's easier than people think, mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes it just takes that one spark. Mm -hmm. Somebody to say, Gianni, your writing is so spectacular. You should do something with that. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you when I read Gianni's book, I'm not gonna I'm gonna out myself and say I only read the first chapter. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I read the first chapter and I came away from reading that first chapter mm -hmm. saying, "Man, this girl could write like there's no one's business." And I will tell you that I made the commitment to myself, and I'm saying it out loud, to finish reading your book in the next couple of months because I know that I am going to walk away from that book like, "Wow." So all you need is a spark. Yes, exactly. Just a spark. And I'm, I'm happy that you've read at least one chapter. Yes. Because everybody's at their own pace. And of course. there's no need to be in a rush to complete anything until you feel like it's time to complete it. Yeah. It's the same thing with your passion project. But let's coming back to a plan. Yes. So we need to create. So what should be included mm -hmm. in a passion plan, Gianni? Okay. So I'm going to talk to you about how I created my number one release yes. book on Amazon, which is From Love Trauma to Fearless Love, Seven Tangled Steps for Breaking Free from Narcissists and Predators. And I broke down five different um, aspects okay. of how I was able to attack, let's say, this project yes. and get it to production mm -hmm. and, and ultimately get a number one new release. Great. Okay. Let's so. The first thing I did is I looked at the, my five five different facets of of me. So I looked at the physical aspects. Okay. I looked at the emotional aspects, mm -hmm. mental, spiritual, and relationship aspects of my life at that time. So you looked inwards first. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I got myself organized. So this is what I'm, this is what we're here to do to help you get organized with your passion projects. Um, so the first aspect, physical. So on the physical plane, I was already taking tango lessons. Uh-huh. And see? I was already you addicted see? to the tango. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I understand. I was already a coach, so yeah. I get it. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So you're going to be looking at an aspect of your life that you love. Yes, that's the first place you should look. That you're sparkling. What lights you up? Yes, exactly. So if you love something, if it brings you a lot of joy, Put that on, the, on a little, like, you know, mm -hmm. side note there that this is something that you may be running with. Ooh. At least it may be fueling some positive energy for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Okay. The second aspect I looked at was the emotional mm -hmm. uh, realm. And at that point, I was in therapy yes. and I was journaling. Ooh, the journaling. And what happened when you were journaling? I can't explain to you how valuable my journals became really? when I decided to write the book. Yes, because I had been journaling for a long time. Mm. So then okay. when you're, well, at least for me, I was traumatized and so my memory was shot. <laughs> oh yeah, that's for sure. I got it. Yes. <laughs> and and I don't, I know, I couldn't understand what, what, what had happened. So right. I didn't have 
you know, everything all organized in my head. And that's part of having a traumatic experience. Yes. So what helped me was going back to those journals as painful as it was, because it's extremely painful to go back and revisit those wow. events. Yeah. Um, it gave me now a storyline. And my climax, which I will not ruin for you, Michaela. Oh, don't ruin it. I will not ruin it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Do not. Okay. My yes. climax in my book mm-hmm. came almost straight out of those journals. If I had not gotten back and reread my journals, I would have probably had a completely different story. But that okay. climax came out of straight out of my journaling. So get your, get your emotional state in a good place organize your thoughts maybe it's journaling for you maybe it's taking pictures maybe it's whatever whatever it is maybe it's doing voice notes in your phone get your emotional state in an organized way um so that you can get a handle on how you feel Mm -hmm. about this what's the next part the mental aspect okay so there i had so many books on trauma narcissists psychopaths the criminal minds I went and interviewed different people in the law enforcement and Mm -hmm. domestic violence experts, psychology experts, uh, beyond myself, obviously, because I was needing to understand something that I myself did not understand. Right. So I went and interviewed people, I read, and I also signed myself up for writing classes once a year. Oh, wow. I love that. You see? Every January. I started a writing class for like six weeks or eight weeks to keep me on track. I love that. You see, so you identified what you were passionate about. You then created kind of like a general, very high level, 30,000 foot view plan. And then you started sowing, planting seeds that you can then later sow into the book. Mm -hmm. Ah, I love that planning ahead aspect to this. Yeah. The fourth aspect I looked at was my spiritual aspect. Oh, that's interesting. How did that come Mm -hmm. into play? My spiritual aspect helped me, obviously, above all else, to go through that trauma Mm -hmm. with dignity um, and knowing that I will come out not only alive, (laughs) but also a better human being (laughs) because of what happened to me. Do you think it brought you closer to your spiritual life or increased your spirituality? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So some of my spiritual practices were and still are praying, Mm -hmm. meditating, Mm -hmm. and I have spiritual mentors that I clung to in that season of my life where I had so much confusion. And I also, um, I just remember I would go have um, tea or lunch with some of the men and 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 women women. that I know really are have a strong faith mm-hmm. and were able to answer some of my questions yes. or were able to at least pray with me yes to help help me to stay positive mm-hmm. and help help me to have a solid footing when I had none because at that point I felt like everything had crushed down on me well I'll tell you thank you for sharing that because I do as well have a coach and spiritual mentor um, she's a PhD, a clinical psychologist, and she's also um, a master's in divinity and a former pastor of a Baptist church. So wow. um, having a mentor on your side to help guide you is definitely something that is a two thumbs up from me on that. What comes next? Okay, the final um, aspect that I looked at in my life was the relationship side. And this is extremely important as Ooh, well. Okay. I know when we are in a state of trauma, we usually isolate because we're... In, we're just so in horror, we're so confused and we're actually ashamed and humiliated. We don't know how the heck we lost our power. 
you know, how did this happen? So many times we kind of, we're very depressed and we don't even want to come out of our bedroom, but it's extremely important to find six to eight friends and family that you can really trust, that can be there for your highs and your lows, that you can call at three o'clock in the morning. And I know I had, I'm sorry, getting emotional. I had six to eight wonderful human beings in my life that were there for me the entire time that I had so many stupid questions and didn't understand what had happened and how did this happen? How could this even happen in this world? How could all this evil be present in our life today? Um, And it didn't matter what time it was. It didn't matter how stupid I may be asking, you know, things that didn't make sense. They were always there and they always saw the best in me. And this is what's important. Okay. Your team and your support um, system, right? Support system. They see the best in you even when you're crumbled. Even when you don't even trust yourself anymore and can't believe anything about this world anymore. And even when you've lost belief in yourself, Mm -hmm. these people, you surround yourself with these people that will encourage you and say, you got this passion project. You, You will accomplish this. Keep going. Don't give up. Put one friend in front of the other. So surround yourself with loving and empowering relationships mm-hmm. during your journey, during during this passion project, so that you can have those cheerleaders cheer you exactly. up when you're feeling a little bit on the weak side. That's so right. thank you for sharing that, Gianni, because I know that's a tough thing to kind of revisit. Mm-hmm. But we want you all to understand that this is real. This is real life. Your passion project comes from a real place. And so if you can create, if you can zero in on these five things, creating health in these five areas of your life before you create your plan, we know, we know because we've done this, we know that your passion project will take off. That's correct. Great. And before I go into the the next area. um, Your tips? Yeah. Yes. I want to actually say something because I did get emotional and I wasn't expecting to get emotional, but I want to say something now and I'm not going to save it for the end because I wanted to say say this at the end. Okay. But um, to identify our passion projects, so many people don't know what their dreams are. If I had known what my dream was before I got married, I would have never married the man that I did. I wish I had known what my dreams were in my early 20s, but I didn't. And this is just a journey, so it's okay. It's okay, yeah. But I want to encourage people um, to feel their feelings because our passion lie within our emotions. Yes, they do. <laughs> a passion is not intellectual, people. A passion, the plan is intellectual, but the passion is all heart. Yes. And we have to feel our emotions. We have to feel the pain yes. and we have to feel the joy. Yes, absolutely. It's two sides of the same coin, let's say, because when we suppress, when we numb ourselves not to feel the pain, then we can't feel the joys either. Yes. And we can't feel that You're joy. Right. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And exactly. So it's okay to give ourselves permission to go examine a part of our life that we've kind of felt like it's the Pandora box, Pandora's mm-hmm. box, and that we don't want to open it. Yeah. We need to knock on that door yeah. and check out those skeletons in the closet, and yeah. we might want to get rid of them and dust that whole closet and, and be organized. And maybe your passion <laughs> is lying underneath the skeletons, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes because we avoid going into that place, we may not have a clear vision to what we're actually passionate about. Exactly. So we're encouraging all of you to, I know it's a little scary, 
and it's uncomfortable, but push through and push past that uncomfortable feeling. Your passion is sitting right there in front of you. Exactly. At the end of the day, your passion is something that you're willing to suffer for and something that you're willing to persevere for. And I yes. knew I was willing to suffer to get my healing and I knew I was willing to suffer to write my book and yes. learn something new and share with the world. Yes, and that's what a passion is, believe it or not. Passion Unlimited Podcast is not just about pleasure. Mm-mm. Passion Unlimited Podcast is about exploring what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to push through mm-hmm. to have that amazing, gorgeous, delicious life that you deserve. All right, so let's go ahead and start sharing the tips and the tricks because I'm really excited about them. Now you're getting me all riled up. You're getting me excited about this. Let's talk about the tips on creating a passion plan for a purpose-filled life. All right, so my first tip is creating a mind map. Oh, what is... Wait, 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 wait. That sounds awesome and (laughs) and also intimidating. What is it? (laughs) What is it? What is a mind map? Okay, so a mind map is very, very simple. If you want to use a a piece of paper and a pen, Mm -hmm. basically you take a piece of paper out, you draw a circle in the middle of the paper. Okay. And then you write there um, your dream. It could be my book. Yes. It could be my jewelry business. Right. Um, or my own coaching business, whatever yes. it is that you're looking to do. Okay, so you write in the middle. You could just put for now my passion project, circle it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you, right, you right. may not know what that is just yet. And right, so many exactly. people don't know, and that's right. the whole key. Okay, so you can write whatever you want to write in the middle, mm-hmm. make a circle around it, and then you're going to put out five branches coming out of Ooh. this circle. Got it. Okay? Five branches. Mm-hmm. And on each of those branches, you're going to title one, you're going to do the, the physical. You can just write down physical. On the okay. second branch, you're going to write emotional. Okay. On the third branch, you're going to write mental. Mm-hmm. On the fourth, you're going to write spiritual. And on the fifth, you're going to write the relationship. And just as I gave you some examples of what I did to make this passion a reality, mm-hmm. you're going to do the same. So if you're going to do a jewelry making business, right, then it. you're going to, on the physical side, you may, I don't know, if, if you're not making any jewelry just yet, you might want to sign up for a class. Love it. Absolutely. Okay. Love it. Yes. Um, so the physical is go take a class, go learn, go get hands mm-hmm. on. Exactly. I love it. So Great. you're going to just fill that in Got it. for each. And, and some people... Obviously, we just came out of the February month, mm-hmm. and we were discussing uh, Wired to Love and Be Loved, and it's about creating more intimacy connections in your relationship. If you feel like your relationship needs to be rekindled you know, or reignited, exactly, or, yes. you might you and your spouse may create a passion project together. together. Oh, and nice. how to increase more passion in your marriage, in okay. your relationship? Because the passion project doesn't always have to be a business. No, exactly, right? and it doesn't have to be exactly a book or something like that it could be anything it's whatever is driving you in this moment love it and usually what's driving us in a moment is usually our our needs that are not being met Mm -hmm. so you can put your needs on there that are really important to complete and then you can just under each branch decide got it and I want to highlight that for some people the physical aspect Mm -hmm. you might just need to write eat sleep and exercise that's true. Yeah, it could be something as simple as taking care of yourself. Yeah, you just need rest so yes. that you could actually create time 
for your uh, so in each of these five branches Mm -hmm. we have the physical emotional mental spiritual and relationship and what we should do is in each branch go ahead and create an environment that encourages health in those areas that's right Got and, it. okay great and things that are propelling you yes so basically what you're doing is you're organizing yourself Got to it. making sure that your passion project is a priority mm. and it gets completed okay great great so you know as we're getting organized and as you're building the mind map that Gianni so generously helped us to create just now the next thing that she just said well thank you for the segue the (laughs) next thing that you said is get organized and so here are some tips and tricks from myself from my life coaching that i think will be very beneficial for you number one carve out time in your week to work on and sit and really do this passion projects the first part of this is building your mind map Mm-hmm. The second part is once your mind map is completed, you have now two hours a week, one hour a week, five hours a week to dedicate to your passion project and to start building out your plan. Number two, get a calendar and actually put in the calendar the time that you've carved out. So you want to put passion project and highlight. If you're in a paper planner, you do it in a highlighter and you do it and you do it in a red pen. Or if you have a Google calendar, or if you have an iCalendar, you want to carve out that time and get it in the calendar. So you know during that day and that time, that's your passion project time. Do not do anything else. Next, schedule the time and actually stick to it. If you do one o'clock on a Monday, make sure that you're there at one o'clock on a Monday. If it's seven o'clock on a Sunday night, because that's the only time you have, make sure that you show up at seven o'clock on a Sunday night. And then the last part is get into action. Mm -hmm. Actually create steps to get you towards your passion project and your passion plan. For me, Michaela, my best times for writing became the nighttime. Oh, interesting. So after I was done with all of my work and all Mm -hmm. of my clients at night, after eight o'clock at night, Mm -hmm. I would have had my dinner. Yes. And I would sit on the dining, like I would sit at my dining room table with Mm -hmm. my computer. Yes my laptop and I would just write, write, write and keep on writing and keep on writing. It would be 12 o'clock at night and I would still be writing sometimes one o'clock and I would wow. still be writing. Yes. So I would say from like, for me, it was because for those of you, because I'm extremely creative, um, yes. for those of you with creative energy, the creative energy is usually alive and well at night. <laughs> yes. You know what? You're right. I have yeah. heard my clients say that to me. I'm a morning creator. Mm-hmm. So to me, once the sun goes down, so does my brain. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Usually the intellectual brain is alive and well for some Yes, I am anal- more analytical. Yes. yes. So absolutely. Um, so yeah. So, and then the other beautiful part of all that is that usually by eight o'clock at night, nobody's really calling you unless it's like your sister. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. You know? Or your best friend asking exactly. for advice. Yes. Yeah. So you don't have like telemarketers calling you right. at that or time. Or you put the kids to bed by uh-huh. then and hubby is doing his own yes. thing. And now you have me time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's perfect. All right. So, so we have, so I hope that you guys have gotten some really great tips today. Let's do a quick recap so that we can encapsulate everything that we shared today, because what we shared today is hopefully a seed or a little seedling that we just planted in your world to have this grow into the passion 
and the life that you have always wanted. Yes. So what did we learn today? We learned that a passion project mm -hmm. is not something intellectual. It's something that's driven by your emotions. Got it. So it's something that's hitting you in your gut. It's it's a hunch. Oh, it, is, it excites you. Exactly. It scares you. It drives you. It drives you. You may or may not have any experience in that realm. In fact, you may not. You may or may not. Exactly. It's okay. And it's okay. You're stepping out in faith. Yes. But a passion plan is a necessary evil to getting oh, that. Oh, yes. 1,000%. So you identify your passion project, and then you put a passion plan in place. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to look at the five facets of your life. Right, so you're creating a mind map, and then there's five facets in that mind map. Yes, so right? we're looking at the physical aspect. Got it. Emotional. Mm -hmm. The mental. Yep. The spiritual. Got it. And the relationship. Love it. Yeah, okay. so create an environment around you to, so that your passion project takes off. So basically, you're organizing your entire life yes. to making sure this gets completed. And in that getting organized, you carve out time in your week you get a calendar and you put that time in the calendar, schedule the time, stick to the time that you scheduled and then get into action. That's it, yes. you got it. Absolutely. Well, you know, I'm telling you, what is your passion plan? Uh, right now, I'm actually even more passionate about a bunch of other passion <laughs> plans that I have that we're sitting that we're sitting and now they're percolating after this episode. And we hope that you want to build a passion project and a passion plan so that you can accomplish your dreams. Your dreams should get out of your head and into reality in and we your life and we just started a brand new decade so you've got 10 years to make this happen absolutely <laughs> look if we can create passion unlimited podcasts from a passion project and idea into an actual real podcast you can do it too we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Do not forget to follow us on social media at Passion Unlimited Podcast. And if you have a show question or a show topic that you would like to share with us, please email it to us at passionunlimitedpodcast at gmail.com. Join our Facebook group at Passion Unlimited Podcast, as well as Instagram. Absolutely. And please, 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 if you have, if you're loving what we're sharing and if you're loving what you're hearing, please share what you have heard. Leave a comment and subscribe, 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 because we want to get as many subscribers as possible so that we can build a community of That's passionate right. people that want to have a passion-filled life. That's it for today. That's it for today. Go out and do it. We believe in you. Love you. Love you guys. Bye.